Welcome everybody to a very, very special episode of the Chit Cat Podcast. It's me, Junior. We have our other hosts, of course, Malik. And we have Tim as well. And we have two very special guests with us today. Uh, two wonderful, wonderful guests. Please say hello to Rebecca and Janae. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So what we're going to do today, before we start the official interview... Uh, under the subject of does cinema have a future quick icebreaker question just to let everybody you know uh get comfortable i pose this first to rebecca kittens or puppies uh kittens <laughs> very nice very nice <laughs> interesting okay uh Jeanette, kittens or puppies kittens as well Ooh, we have two kittens yeah with us very good uh my own answer is kittens too what about you tim um even though i'm afraid of dogs and allergic to cats i'll go with kittens interesting interesting and you tim <laughs> oh wait no tim just answered malik <laughs> <laughs> um even though i have a cat which i love very much i'm gonna go puppies <gasps> oh my goodness! <laughs> Ever the Malik, the constant controversial uh, uh, icon. Okay, very nice. So what we're gonna do is, like I mentioned before, we're going to have a few questions, just a nice kind of you know discussion around film and cinema today. Uh, first of all, we have a few questions we're going to ask. So I'm going to hand over to Tim, me old boy, and he's going to ask the first question, and then we're all going to just have a little discussion. So Tim, take it away. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, so um, a very interesting first question. What was or is your favourite movie experience and why? So we'll, I'll, we'll start by asking Rebecca. What was your favourite or is your favourite movie experience and why? Um, I would say it would definitely have to be the kind of Marvel series for me. I, I would say it's a great cinema experience because of all the special effects, the sounds. I just think when you're watching a cinema, it's kind of like a different kind of environment. So I'll definitely say there mm. that's definitely one of my favourite experiences. Mm. So that's like unique to the Marvel films or the action film. Is there any particular Marvel film that you went to and was like, wow? Um, this is a hard one. I guess from memory, definitely Endgame would have definitely been one of them. And Infinity War, I'd say I was mo I was mainly pumped up because we went to watch it in um, which I think it was the IMAX. So yeah, it was a major. But I'm I'm also an action fan as well. So anything that's got to do with my heart racing really like feeling like I'm part of the movie is a great experience hmm okay all right thank you um Malik what is your what was or is your favorite movie experience and why Ooh. um this is just very difficult um there's so many I think even though Endgame Endgame was always a, a big one I think I'm gonna have to go with. Um, I think it was Shark Tale. I think mm. the, the Will Smith movie of when he's like a fish. Because um, I remember when that <laughs> came out, <laughs> and 
And me and my friend went to see it. This is probably, we were little at this point. But I remember, like, the iconic thing was at the end of the movie, we would always go down to the front and, um, like, in front of the screen, we'll just dance until the end credits. And I think that was just, <laughs> <laughs> that was just so much fun. We're just dancing. The cleaners come in and they're like, oh, can you go? And we're like, no, no, credits aren't over yet. So we just kept dancing. <laughs> wow, poor cleaner. He's just trying to do his job and Melita's out here cutting shapes. He listened to a lot of, our first podcast, you know, that Malik got them professional moves. But, um, <laughs> anyways, okay. So, was that, did you watch it more than once, or was it just the once that you watched it? Um, it was just the, just the once in, in cinema, but I think it was just also, it was always the iconic movie, because I remember when you got it on, like, this was back in the day when things came on, like, video. So we had it on video, <laughs> we just used to watch it over and over again. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So we're gonna we've got two interesting answers. Now we're gonna slide it to Junior. What's your what was your is or was your favorite movie experience and why? Oh, uh, now that I think about it, um, I was gonna use the copper answer as well. <laughs> but now that I think about it, uh, I have actually had some rather unique uh, cinema experiences. Uh, the first one. It's probably when I went to see uh, the Dark Knight trilogy uh, at the IMAX mm. because it was one film after the other. It was like an all nighter, so we started at midnight uh, with Batman Begins, and then obviously the Dark Knight, and then Dark Knight Rises. And by the time it ended, it was like we started at Saturday midnight, and we ended in Sunday morning. And it was it was kind of a cool because <laughs> you were ultimately locked in the IMAX, but like was full of other people that were you know really interested in batman and christopher nolan films and funny uh note actually quick tangent that was the first time i'd seen uh the dark knight in in color because when i first got it mm. when i first saw it i watched it on um I, I, i'll admit i watched it on a pirate dvd <laughs> but, like, but the quality was like spice but it was so spiced that it was actually better than my tv at home could produce so like i couldn't get the film to to work in color so i watched the whole film in black and white and when i went to the film i watched it in color i was like wow this is what it looked like in color so (laughs) cool like cool experience and um i like yeah that was really cool and then Another Batman-themed uh, movie experience that I had was me and a friend. Uh, we watched The Dark Knight Rises twice in one day. So we went in, mm. this, in the morning, we watched it, had lunch, and then we went and watched it again in the afternoon, um, which was... I had a day off that day, so I was like, oh, what better way to, you know, <laughs> use up time than to watch uh, watch movies. And then the last one um, is probably when I went to watch... Actually, no, I'm going to use it anyway. When I went to watch Infinity War as opposed to Endgame, um, it was kind of special for me because it was like I had a a link. It's a bit of a, a strange one uh, now that I think about it. But it was kind of like this film I really was waiting to see. But like I went to watch it on my own once. Um, this is going to sound a little bit weird, yeah. but I went to watch it on my own. But <laughs> well, when I explain it, it will make sense. Um, I went to watch it. But I bought two tickets. Um, obviously, there was no one who was sitting next to me, but I bought the ticket for my brother because it was um, 
he he passed away before the film had come out but well a few years before but it just felt like this was something that me and him would have probably gone to watch together so i thought oh you know he's not here but i'm gonna watch it in his honor so i i went to watch it. that was kind of a more sentimental than a favorite movie experience but yeah i thought that was quite nice as well that's me hmm mm. okay because yeah that all adds to the experience to be honest okay thank you so more of the story there don't do any pirating because yeah, yeah. pirate, <laughs> pirate you because you never get to see it in color <laughs> so um now we've had that moral lesson from junior um what about you um Janae? what what's your favorite movie experience and why so for me it'd be have it have to be before i moved um i arranged for <coughs> younger friends um girls to do something we've not really done much together so um we arranged to watch um despicable me 3 um because we just thought we need something fun to laugh at we want something that's going to be cool and it came out so we were like okay let's go watch this um and the high it was just so funny because i've not spent time with my friends for a very long time and um just <laughs> i don't know if you i don't know if you guys have seen the film but it was just so goofy goofy and wacky <laughs> it just it had us creasing <laughs> um and i've got a couple of friends as well that just they made it everything because of the laugh like mm-hmm. the laugh oh my days like whenever wherever i was with like these friends they always made me laugh because of their laugh and it just it was so contagious i had to i'd have to name that the best one but also i think because it was our first time together at the cinema well i would we wanted to do something wacky so um we went down to the front at the end credits because we always play the good song a bit like malik you know and we had a bit of a dance, we had a bit of a jig. We were, we were proper feeling the vibe <laughs> until the point the cleaner came in and was like, get out. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I've got to say that's the best, best time I had with my friends. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, the, you know, the same cleaner, he's like, you know, I'm going to quit this this job i'm gonna go to a different part of the country <laughs> and he's like someone's dancing at the credits again oh my goodness <laughs> okay i think that's really good it's we've had a few varieties in um different movie experiences as well i think it's quite similar to mine because my goodness i remember this one so <clears throat> we're like talking about 2007 here throw it right back it's 2007 so we go to, well, if anyone lives in um, London, they'll know Purdy Way. <laughs> oh, Purdy yeah. Way. Yeah, it was, this was like, you know when people who like into football, they talk about someone prime. This is like prime <laughs> Purdy Way. So like the t- um, the toll booths and stuff are going, tickets, physical, like some people won't be able to know what this is. Physical tickets were being sold at that time. So you, you, you had to go there. The queue was massive. It was like even out of like where the bowling pins um bowling oh, wow. place was the queue was long and yeah so we walked <clears throat> i remember this it was it was all sensational let's say but anyways it was i was reasonably young there still like i think was i before teenage yeah before teenage 
I was still young, single digits, and I was just like, wow. It was it was something different about this film. And then we went in there, got the tickets, it took a while. Um, we already pre-booked the tickets, but we done that, blah, blah, blah. I think that was back in the days when you had to phone up for the tickets and you'd have to speak to that machine. And then the machine like, got whatever you said wrong. You're like, I want two tickets, please. Okay, have fun. And it's like, no, I said two. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, you did all of that. Went upstairs, smelled the popcorn, the cinema's warm. It was like, yes. And then, you know, you go into the cinema and then I remember the screens didn't work. So you know how when, for example, it goes from the ads to the actual film, it used to, the curtains used to open oh, yeah. a bit. That was working. So um, that didn't happen and it wasn't working for like a good, maybe 15, 20 minutes. And it was... But the thing was, what was interesting back then, no one was like really getting like really vexed or angry. People just hyped to see the film. <clears throat> and then after it did play, the, the I remember when it started working, everyone was like, whoa, and all of that. And it was, it was really quite fun. And then that's that was my first experience of the Transformers yeah. film. That's partially why the Transformers franchise is favorite of mine that one experience and it was just like amazing and sitting there with the family but also I think as well when for example sort of like what Junior was saying about the Batman film when you're with an audience that love like like interested at least in the what you're going to watch it just adds to the film and people were like you know cheering and it was interesting people and then yeah that was and then that's you know changed a lot of my sort of movie expectations my creative spark and stuff from that one experience from that one film mm. so yeah that was probably best experience um yeah so would, does anyone else have any sort of movie related um questions I think um Malik, you have one, don't um, you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, what I was just wondering is, is um, for everyone, that uh, goes like towards the end of movies or movie credits. So with, with Marvel, obviously, you stay. But are you someone who likes to stay as well for other movies too? Or as soon as the movie ends, do you just leave? Now, now I'm one of those that stays to the end. I think Marvel has made me do that and I found that other movies <laughs> apart from Marvel actually sometimes add end credits now um, will add mm. some yeah something after so I tend to stay now but before now I'll be out the door <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think I'm mm. I think I'm exactly the same well, I, I'm I've been <laughs> been conditioned by Marvel, more or less. <laughs> where it's kind of like there were it was very rare, but films did used to do it before Marvel popularized it. But now it kind of feels like maybe everyone's mm. doing a Marvel now, where it's like, oh, maybe let me stick around and see if there's anything cool that happens later. So yeah, I'm completely with with Rebecca on that. Yeah, I can relate to that as well because well, I didn't really go to the cinema much, so. 
staying at the end I'd always be like I want to get my money's worth <laughs> so, I don't care like friends would leave me and be like you know I'm staying you guys can go but yeah I have to do the same <laughs> yeah I think what was it that ironically um, well, the Transformers film and like Junior said a few before the MCU became a thing had post credit scenes but it was just like the odd one but then Marvel I think like Junior said it perfectly it's conditioned you to be able to be like okay um, you know I'm gonna stay to the end and then also as well what Junior said as well it's just like yeah I've spent money so like I'm gonna get the most out of this and some people are oh come on let's leave and it's just like yeah there's all, I don't know even now before the pandemic started I don't know about you but there'll still be those people that in a Marvel film would leave mm. before the credits start and it's like how do you like how many between like in a decade of this now and you're still like just casually <laughs> walking out but yeah it's um yeah I think yeah, I, but the only thing is about that slight slight tangent is I feel that they've got a bit more watered down recently, the post credit scenes. Yeah. They used to be more juicy, used to be like, but now it's just like, for example, they're like, oh, we're just going to put like, you know, something that could be a deleted scene or like, um, yeah, deleted scene um, just because we need to put a post credit yeah. scene. I think, I think to some degree that is yeah. true. I think in Marvel's case, it was like before they were doing it because they were planting seeds to Endgame and to Infinity War. And it's like once that got closer, it was like we don't have to keep planting seeds because you know it's happening. And I, I think sometimes yeah. now it feels more like fan service where it's kind of just like, oh, let's have a, you know, a cool Easter egg in there. They're cool, don't get me wrong, but it's like it doesn't add to the film or doesn't build to something next it's just a cool thing which is kind of like mm. i don't mind it it's cool but mm. it'd be nice if it had more of a purpose yeah yeah and just like building off that it's kind of interesting how we because of the conditioning from marvel we expect so much from these post credit scenes True. whereas like back in the day they were always just like a, a deleted scene or a little easter egg and that was it and we was like oh that was so cool that's amazing but now like marvel's raised the bar when they go back to like how it used to be, we're like, oh, just some deleted scene or some yeah. <laughs> just little Easter egg. Oh, it's terrible, absolutely bad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to a slightly more negative note. Um, the question <laughs> is: <laughs> What was or is your worst movie experience, and why? So we're gonna go to um, Tim first. Um, so, this is actually quite interesting questions, quite a few. I remember watching, oh my goodness, it's so, it depends, because if you're talking about the worst film, let's just, oh my goodness, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of split into two. So, worst film, I remember, you know the Fantastic Four, the new one. <laughs> yeah, so it was like we at the end we called it average four because it really worked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crappy four, let's be honest. It was just like we went in there, and then in my head it was like, ooh, it's actually getting interesting. Like Doctor Doom came back, 
you know, everyone, all of this, and then the credits ran, and I genuinely was sitting there thinking, <laughs> where's the rest of the film? <laughs> that, that, that was it. And then, and then it was just like, what? And then it was just like, basically, it was like Doom came and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna just mash up everything. And then they're just like, psych. And then before you know it, they're like talking about, oh, we should be called the Fantastic Four. The thing with no clothes on for some reason. <laughs> just like, yeah. Anyways. And then it's just like, oh, um, okay, then this film is done. That was like the most, one of the most disappointing films. That was just like an absolute, it's just rubbish. But um, in terms of experience, I think you know the same way with people, with the wrong people. Let's not say anything <laughs> too incriminating of myself. No. But I went to um, I went to watch a film with two other people, and then it was just like people can make or break a film for you, even if the film's decent. Some people can just make it really awkward. And let's just say these two other people I went with. This was about sixth form time for me. So there's two other people and they just made it really awkward. It was like, we went there as three friends. And then it was just like... Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was, just, <laughs> it's like, it was just like, the level of awkwardness was like, it could topple over any level of awkwardness Homer Simpson could have <laughs> in, ever. But in like real life. Was, yeah. Was, literally, I remember cause it was... What was it, Terminator Genesis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I literally walked out, not because of the film, but because of the awkwardness, at like, um, yeah, after like 15, 20 minutes, I was just like, yeah, this is just <laughs> mad awkward, so I'm going to And yeah, I just walked out. I think that's the only time I've ever walked out of wow. my cinema. Wow. That's crazy. Rebecca, what about what about you? Um, so obviously you get the bad experiences when you watch bad movies, and there've been a few of those when I was when I was a child. But I would say my worst experience was based on not the movie, but just yeah, the experience. So again, it was a Marvel movie, but this was years and years ago when it was the Spider-Man trilogy. So me and mm. me and my sister love Tobey Maguire. We thought he's the best Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, everyone disagrees, but we thought yeah, he's the best Spider-Man. So he we went to watch. I think it was Spider-Man three or two. Um, and you know, with I'm always going to watch like kind of Marvel movies with my sister, even if we don't get a big group. It tends to be just us two. So I was all geared up to watch Spider-Man. Two, really excited. And we chose a cinema that I'm not going to name names, but since then I've never been to the cinema. <laughs> so we're watching it, really getting into it. All of a sudden the sound starts going silent. The people, the actors were speaking and it was a really good part, but I couldn't hear nothing. This happened for a total of half an hour. When I say my, I was I was literally freaking out. I was like, this is such a great moment. Why? What's going on? No one was coming to the cinema. <laughs> Everyone was just like sitting like, oh no, what's going on? I was thinking, I need to get up and, you know, try and 
figure out what's going on in the end they started playing it but for a good half an hour I missed quite a chunk so I had to re-watch it when it came out um on DVD but yeah that was the worst experience because as you can imagine if you're a big massive Marvel fan and this happens it's just mm. yeah it's just not right like, they gave us a free tip in the end but you know this had just come out this was this was just not on at all so I would say yeah that really ruined it for me that was the worst experience I've never experienced that since so that's why I never go to that cinema again I thought I can guess the cinema yeah you probably could but yeah wow <laughs> that, that must be I'm so happy I haven't been to that cinema well that hasn't happened to me because <laughs> that would have been horrendous um Mm. So yeah, Junior, do you have anything? Uh, well enough, mine is also once again similar to Rebecca. Actually, um, mine was the Avengers, the first Avengers film, mm-hmm. and it was the weekend it mm. came out. I will name names because I I'm not afraid. I don't care what these cinemas do. It was Odin and Stratton. Odin and Stratton. Yes. Like, it's mm. not the one in it like it's not the one like it, 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 nah, it's not the one fam. it's not the one <laughs> we went there and we're watching it and the same sort of thing that happened to Rebecca happened to me so like there's this really good bit where um there was the bit where uh they're on the helicarrier and they, all of the Avengers start arguing the bit where like mm. um Captain America says to Iron Man oh you know take the suit off and what are you and just as he was about to say that spicy line the sound cut off and everybody was like, what is going on in it? Like, we, me and uh, my friends were all sitting towards the back. And I was like, I just got up straight away and I went outside like, bro, the speakers ain't working in it. Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, like, they're looking like they don't know what's going on. 10 minutes later, sound reappeared. I was like, nah. Then the screen cut off. So we could hear it, but we couldn't see it. So it turned into an audio drama. Oh, I was like, goodness. I'm about to I, I don't want to, I don't want to become a Christian in it, but this is unacceptable. So then when I left, I was like, can I get my money back? And it's a like, couple oh, you watched the film. I was like, yeah, but I didn't because some of it I saw and I couldn't hear and some of it I heard and I couldn't see. So I need to get my money back in it. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. So I got a refund, but that was a terrible, I mean, uh, that was terrible. But another one, uh, another experience I have, it's not so much bad, it's just funny. And once again, I'm not afraid to name names, innit? So, like, it was me, uh, my elder sister and my mum, we went to watch um, Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Uh, we went to watch it in Peckham, uh, Peckham Multiplex. And, like, this was before they started making an effort to make Peckham be fancy. It's like, it's like full on ghetto levels, innit? <laughs> So we went, but it was so, it was, it was actually more, it was actually more enjoyable because of what happened. So like, we have like, you've got Roadman and stuff in there and they're not even care what the film's about. They're just watching it, innit? And we had like a running commentary from this one girl in the audience, but she was so funny. Like she kept saying, oh, this man's dumb. Why doesn't he just shoot them with the, sh- with the guns? They got like a ship. Why don't they just crash into stuff? It was hilarious. That was really cool. but it wasn't like my favorite, it was just funny. So, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Janae, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was um 
more of the series that led up to going to the cinema that made it a bad experience. Um, so I have um, a few friends up uptown, and it was pretty rare that I hung out with them. To be fair, but so I started hanging around with them, and it was it was quite nice. And they were like, "Why don't you join us?" Um, Saturday afternoon, we're gonna go watch Avengers Endgame. So I was like, okay. Um, so okay, I'll go get ready. So I got a bus there. Mm-mm, this is yeah, recent. it's quite recent. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just yeah. I, I remember getting a bus there. Um, a bus to the tram station, and then I got on this tram station. Uh, got on the tram, and um, it just went downhill from there. Like we got. We got like nearly to town, um, near the centre of the city, and um, an ambulance was covering the tracks because some lady had had an accident. Some old lady had an accident and she'd fainted, so the tram had to stop. And I was half an hour late to the movie, so I, I missed the, I missed half an hour. And um, it's a cinema I've never been to as well, so I don't know my bearings. I'm, I'm just following Google Maps, so I'm already stressed out. Thankfully, um, I was approaching the cinema door, and uh, I've got to say, I've never, I've never known a cinema to have so many floors. There was at least four floors to the building. So the, the, the I kept going up to the next floor, like looking around. Like, the guy's like, next floor, next floor. Nope, it's the next floor. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but finally, get to the top floor. And I noticed there's one of my guy mates there, and I was like, I kind of, as I was walking towards the door, I was like, I'm sure I know this guy. And he's just about to leave the door to the cinema. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I was just like, hey. And he was like, hey. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's just like, um, I'm, I'm late, but I don't go up. And I was like, how, how late are you? And he's like, 20 minutes. I was like, well, I'm half an hour. So why don't we go up together? <laughs> and he was like, um, no, there's a problem. I said, well, what's the problem? He said, there's um, two girls sat in our seats. I'm like, you're joking. He's like, I, he's like, I just, I want to go downstairs and just not bother. And I was like, no. I was like, listen, no, no, no. I was like, we're going to go in there. Those girls are going to move. We paid money for those seats. Let's go. <laughs> so we both went in together. And oh, it was so awkward because every seat was full. It was just like, ugh. But thankfully, we came up with a backup plan in case they didn't want to move. We'd just sit on the steps or whatever. So we get up to the seats, and all we had to do is just look at these girls. (laughs) 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 I was like, yeah. (laughs) But it's like. You know, you paid money for them seats, and their seats were literally the same seats, but one row behind. I just thought, oh man. Um, so thank goodness, like we got settled down and all that stuff, and we chilled out. But the, the cringiest part for me was, if you think of Endgame, there's so much going up, like so much in it that's emotional, <laughs> like don't expect. And I was sat on the end of the row next to this brother, this guy. And I'm telling you, uh, it was just embarrassing because I'm, I'm bawling my eyes out. <laughs> 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 like, it was bad enough to get in there, but then like, do you know like when you have one of those like emotional cries where you just go, and then you go, <laughs> and you like pop a chuck, and it's just like. 
just like proper like that. I think for me, it was that's got to be one of the most embarrassing cinema experiences I've ever wow. had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't know we can top that. How can I just bad say my ones? Um, <laughs> I've got a few. Um, I think one of the the earliest earliest ones I remember was to see The Incredibles, and um, I don't know I don't know how I remember this, but I remember it very very clearly. So Incredibles came out when I was four. This is two thousand and four. <laughs> Went to the cinema. As you know, as you do, um, and like normally when you go to the cinema, like people are in there and they're there to see the movie. But on this particular day, um, a local, what was it like a, a local special needs group had decided to come? Um, so there's like a one infamous, infamous lady that we knew in the territory who had a Tourette, <laughs> and she was screaming and shout a lot. And obviously, when you just when you like you see her out and about on the on the street, like it's nothing, it's nothing too special. Like you just get used to it. But in the cinema, <laughs> and I'm mm. a very quiet person generally, and I just focus on the movie. And just so happened that her seat was right behind me. <laughs> so for the whole of the movie, <laughs> as amazing as it was, it just got ruined because it's just this woman just shouting and screaming. <laughs> and I think what her trigger was with colours. So obviously, Incredibles is a lot of like red. So just like red, 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 <laughs> just shouting behind. Mm. Um, so that kind of ruined it for me, which was not fun. Um, but um, it was, the good thing about the story is, um, is uh, I don't even know. But I think like because I got to see my mom took me to see the film like the next day or the next week, and my dad took me to see it again like the following week. So like. Whenever I think of the Incredibles, I just remember it like nice and clear because <laughs> that pain of just being shouted at for the whole movie has been like overwashed by seeing the film multiple, multiple times, which is which is a lot nicer than having someone shouting red, red, red during the whole of the Incredibles. <laughs> I shouldn't should, should yeah. know. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop doing that next time we watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, so, quick tangent. You know, how, it's just so. How do you lot feel? You know, when, for example, like um, Janae said, when, cause I don't know why this always happens, but when people are sitting in your seat and it's like, you, like maybe let's say you even go there early, you go there on, um, or you're a bit late, and then you see your ticket and you're sort of hoping that you go to these seats and you're like, oh no. It's at the end of the row where these people are sitting. And it's never like really like nice and kind people that are sitting there. It's like people that look like they're just gonna cause a whole scene. Have you ever had to deal with that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um (laughs) firstly, I tend to sit towards the back. Like it, it depends on the layout of the cinema. Like if it's one of those, if it's a big screen where like there's rows or levels. I tend to sit high up and towards the back. Less people, most most people can't be bothered to climb that many stairs and mm. to go that far back. <laughs> so I'll. Stare. But if you sit there, you're closer <laughs> to the to the back speakers, and you also see the entire screen without struggling. 
so if there's an option mm-hmm. where i can book seats i always book my own seats and i mm. book in those same sort of areas where i can leave easily and quickly but i'm still towards the back so but mm. i have had situations where i'm not the person who booked the tickets and people start start doing stuff and i'm just like if this if the screen is empty enough i'll just sit somewhere else because i can't be asked if I'm being completely honest, but if there aren't and people are sitting in my ends, I'm like, no, no, you, you got to get up and move mm. now. Like, I will, I will just be like, this is my ticket, this is my mm. seat in it, so go and sit where you're sitting, but this is where I need to sit. I yeah. won't make a part, I'll just yeah. tell them that's how it go. Uh-huh. I'm not going to start mm. making a whole thing of it. I'm just going to be like, get up. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah, I'm just Literally, with me, I don't even have to even tell people to take, um, to leave the seat. As soon as I'm there and I look over and people notice that we're meeting eye to eye, they get up before oh, I say oh, anything. Oh, so <laughs> I've never had, I've never had that. <laughs> so um, if there are people who may be sitting next to me who may not seem friendly, I think I'm very oblivious to that because I'm just excited to kind of watch my film. So... I've never really had any of that problems. And I think sometimes even if someone may look like they're gonna cause a problem or may not look friendly, it, it could just be our mindset because we, for example, maybe if we've come late and people are huffing and puffing, we're thinking, oh, okay, they're gonna cause problems, but it's not necessarily like that. Mm. It's just, yeah. So, yeah, I think mm. normally I don't encounter that problem because like majority of times in my life when I go to cinema, I've like gone alone or like with one other person and I go at like just like those hours where no one's in there so it's like I go at like midday on like a weekday or something so it's just empty so it's like even if I do book a seat I'm like I ain't sitting there I'll just sit wherever I want <laughs> but on those occasions where I do have a specific seat mm-hmm. it's only someone's booked, this, booked it for me and it's there's always I think there's been a few occasions where they like booked mm. like let's say they've booked like 12 seats in total but they're kind of split up and then I'm kind of like trying to find my seat, and like the and like the cinema's kind of packed. And I go, oh, sorry, is this, this is my seat? And they go, no, 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 this is my seat. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> so I go back to the, and because this is um, you know now like we don't really have tickets. It's just like on like one big receipt. So I go back to the person who organised it and say, wait, what's my seat again? And I do that like two more times. And then like, I'm kind of like still looking for my seat at this at this point. Everyone's got their seat. And then, like two minutes before the movie starts, like credits are finished, curtains about to start opening, and they go, and I go, just one more time, can you actually like just check your seat? And they check and go, oh no, it's different. Oh, sorry, my bad. I'm like, <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened quite quite a few times where the person is just they just think they got the right seat when in that fact they don't. But yeah. Um, <laughs> besides that, it's just I just mm. prefer to go when it's just. Super empty and no one's there. Same. Mm, I think. Mm, I think. Well, for me, it, well, it's like the the introverted <laughs> self is like this is the worst case scenario. Like people sit in my seat. I'm the type of person that when you go to the cashier, you're like just hoping that they don't have to say anything. Um. So you go to. Because when I go to the cinema, I always book, pre-book my seats. <laughs> I don't I don't ever just go there, like, you know, with just vibes. I'm like, yeah, I want this seat. 
Um, sort of like what Junior said at the back. But I've actually been quite surprised. A lot of the people who have been in my seat before, like Rebecca said, are actually quite reasonable. They're not like, I'm not moving. Like they, You might think they are like that, but then they're like, no, oh, sorry. But what I've noticed is it's primarily like couples. So like this guy that clearly he's been to the gym and he's been working out to impress this girl. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna buy her this ticket to go see them, won't it? This is gonna impress her like big time. And then like, so, so he he's sitting there and it's just like, and you're just looking at him discreetly like, big man, why didn't you just put the seats? Like you're trying to impress her. Like I know your arms are like the size of my calves, but on my thighs, sorry. But that's, that's yeah, yeah, I just want my seat. So, but I think, well, because I haven't been to the cinema in where that's happened for quite a while, but because I've always been quite tall for my age, I think, and then I think people mistook me for like, oh, you know, tall black, <laughs> black man, he might cause yeah. an issue, let me just move real quick. But, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, so I think it's me now, isn't it? Asking this the sort of Damocles question. Mm. In other words, the penultimate question. <laughs> but final question. Anyway, let me ask it. So considering all the things that we've just mentioned in this chat or chit cat that we've been having, uh, I have another question for you all. Does cinema have a future, considering, of course, the situation that we're all in currently? Uh, Rebecca, if you'd like to go first, do you think cinema still has a future? This is a difficult one. um, Because for me personally, MCU is finished. I know there's still some movies left, but it's finished. And for me... Before this all started, my I wasn't going to cinema that much. I was mainly going for Marvel and maybe DC, depending. Um, and also, I have a lot of streaming services. So if a film comes out in the cinema, after around two or three months, I can actually find the film. So I think, especially with the pandemic now, a lot of movies from the cinema are going straight to the streaming service so uh, it's a hard one because cinema has its benefits obviously if you if you like action you get the the high definition of the speakers the sound quality the pictures so i feel in that sense if 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 there's a lot of good quality movies then cinema there's still a future for cinema but i think for me personally i probably won't be going to cinema as often and then also people sometimes have projectors in their house. I remember my sister just bought one and she projected um, Infinity War on her wall. And with the speakers, it's like you're in a cinema. So it all depends what people like. If people are happy to stay at home, then I don't think many people be going to cinema as much. And I think especially with the pandemic, a lot of people are finding they can enjoy movies at home. So, yeah, the future of cinema, to be honest, is uncertain for me. I can't really say. Very, uh, yeah, (laughs) that that makes a lot of sense. Um, And I'm very inclined to to agree with you. Mm. Um, 
Janae, what's your what's your opinion on that particular question? For me, it, like Rebecca said, it is it is quite difficult. However, I would go with yes, <laughs> just because of the fancy ambience. words, you know. We um, do with fancy words. Ambiance. Ambiance. Sorry. I just like it, you know, like, yeah, I like it, like, you, even though there's, like, sticky floors sometimes, and there's popcorn everywhere, like, I would miss going there and, you know, hearing other people's commentaries or, like, if you're like me and Malik, <laughs> go down to the front and you can dance, you know, you can't dance anymore, <laughs> you can knock everything over, like, you know, <laughs> It's like having that experience of getting lost on a few floors and I like it. I think just for a, a treat or a day out, going to the cinema, yeah, I, it's just something that we've always grown up with. Like Blockbuster, yeah. Blockbuster disappeared, that one, and I just feel like to Blockbuster cinema, it's, it'd be heartbreaking. Mm. So yeah. Okay, that's a, an equally valid answer, I'd say. Uh, Malik, what do you think? Um, okay, I'm gonna say this. Uh, <laughs> will does cinema have a future? Yes, because I think a lot of people they enjoy it, and I think as Janae said, they like enjoyed like the day out and the activity of it. But me personally, no. <laughs> I just cinema for me is it's not really the one. Because um, cinema is one of those activities that, like, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends and go cinema. But for me, that is absolutely, like, I just I just don't like it. Because like for me, whenever I go to see a film, I like zone in on the movie and I forget who I'm there with. And I think a, a great example of this is I went to see How to Train Your Dragon Three with a with a friend, and it was just it was just me and me and them. And um, we were sitting right next to each other, and it was like, it was like just us, and there was like three other people in the cinema. And I forgot that they were there for the whole movie, until like probably like the last scene or so, and I was hearing like someone sniffling and crying next to me. I was thinking, who would make all this sound? And I turned, and they were sitting there, I was like, oh, I forgot your hair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so for me, I've, when it comes to, to movies, and I, I, I enjoy like watching movies at like, know, like someone's house. You know? Because I feel like I can I can talk more, I can relax more, I can joke more, and it kind of elevates the movie to a new level. Um, whereas like, at the cinema, I can go with going like by myself and going with twenty people. It's the same thing, pretty much. Because I just kind of forget everyone's there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there are there are good parts about it. Like as um, Janae said, like the ambiance of like the sticky floor, and the popcorn, and, like. No, like when you get up after the movie and you're like your legs don't work. <laughs> so um, I think those stuff are kind of like the stuff that I like. But overall, I was like, I wouldn't mind if it didn't have <laughs> Cool beans, cool beans. Right then, these are very varied but also very val- valid answers so far. Thank you, uh, Tim. What do you think? Um. <clears throat> Hmm. <clears throat> Clear my throat for that. Um, it's 
I can see why people would say no, because it's very easy to access various different things um, via streaming and stuff like that. But I think on a personal note, I have to contradict what Malik said in terms of going, <laughs> going to the cinema is an amazing experience. Um, well, my opinion is it's an amazing experience. And also as well, for example, I don't know that it loses something. For example, we saw, re- you can see really good films on like your, you know, your Amazon Prime or your Netflix or stuff like that. But then it's just like, oh, that was a nice night we had at home. Like, hmm, that was a nice thing. And then the next day you're like, okay, what else am I going to do? But for example, like, there's nothing that I've watched that's been really interesting on the streaming services that I've compared to that experience with the Transformers film. Um, like what was mentioned about, you know, the popcorn, the the waiting in the queue, the, the smell of popcorn, the warmth in the cinema, you know. And like you said, Junior, the funny experience of people... Because imagine if someone did that in your living room, like they're shouting out when the thing is on, you'd just be getting annoyed with them. It wouldn't be funny. Mm. Um, and also as well, just like on other smaller things, like when you go to the cinema with... Um, with friends like the right type of people some people might you know obviously not ask too many questions like oh, what's happening with the film like you're the director or something <laughs> but, like, when, when you're sitting with people and they're like you know you're having a little discussion like, I remember at the end of Endgame um, spoilers for that by the way if you haven't seen it you obviously don't care about Marvel but uh, <laughs> it, the, when Thanos's head went by um, and my friend sitting next to me immediately what was funny is we both said end credits the film's ended we said it at the exact same time it was just really funny and it's like when you go to this, the cinema it's it's just a nice experience and for example you know let's look at it from a different perspective um, let's say anyone who wants to you know they're, they're trying to get to know other people like let's say normal friendship or they're trying to get to know people more than a friendship I don't know it's like oh yeah come to my house and let's have a group thing where we're watching this film it's like awkward level 5000 mm. so it's yeah I don't know in the cinema it's chill you can just be your friends and stuff like that I'm quite offended really just like secretly hated every time I'm like <laughs> I designed the question that way to to create you know divisions in friendships. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, but yeah, um, to sort of finish my rambling on it, I can understand why because there's a lot more content. Like with Marvel films, to be honest. I don't really care if it's in cinema or not because it's like, oh, I can watch it. But with certain other films, like, for example, I don't know, it. like, the next Transformers film, I want to see it on cinema. It's a shame I can't see Godzilla vs. King Kong on cinema as well. Mm. It's, I think it's, as this question before said, it's the experience. It's not just about content. Because content you can watch anywhere, but the experience, even when, for example, we went to Centre Parks and we watched a good film, 
you're more likely to zone in and out if you're just with a group of friends. But no, yeah, it just loses something for me. That's my opinion. Okay. Interesting answers. Very good. Um, for me, I'd say I feel like it does have a future, but it's going to be different. Um, kind of touching mm. on what all of you you said, really. Um, a little bit like what Rebecca said. I think you're going to probably not get the same kinds of numbers that you were getting before, um, because people are finding other means of recreate that uh, that magic or that. Well, we don't obviously do magic, but they, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Let's use let's use Janae's, uh, uh very fancy word word of the day ambiance that atmosphere um, because you know technology is allowing us to kind of have those experiences more at home so you can have um throw projectors you can have um 8k tvs now which is the same resolution that cinema screens or some cinema screens are so it's like if you have the space you could have an 8k tv or you could have if you have a, a big white wall you can just have a projector and then you just get the sound bar or whatever and ultimately then you can watch every film like you're at the cinema but i think with cinema experience um going on to what you said tim i think yeah there is something that would allow it to continue to have a future that it's unrivaled in that way like i know with the cinema that's near me the one in west norwood um secretly giving away my location there um (laughs) 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 um not for secret but yeah um the the chairs in there the comfort, the comfort levels are—it's like it's too much. Like, and they recline, they well, and they recline. And then if you go to Everyman, um, which is a chain of like fancy, cin- like the mm. chairs are like sofas, and I'm like, okay, I have a sofa at home, but this is like a fancy one. Like they bring, and like you buy a drink, <laughs> and they bring the drink to you. I'm like, no, that, no, that's that's too fancy. Like that, that's too fancy. If I'm at home, I've got to get up and walk to the kitchen and get up and the <laughs> and I've got to get the cheese, I've got to butter the hot crust, butter the whole thing, and I'm missing the film. Nah, nah, nah. There are things, yeah, I think there are nuances about the cinema experience that allow it, will, will, or will, will allow it to continue to have a future. That being said, one last question for you all. Because we've, we've kind of agreed that there is a, a future of, of some sort, how cinemas or what can cinemas do to continue to survive what should they do first of all we'll ask Janae because she's fancy I think one thing that they do well in is that little um that offer card like for £15 mm. a month the membership card I think if they uh, continued with that maybe even discounted at half price so much when the cinemas reopened I think that would be a good hit for people I think as well like if they <laughs> were trying to capture the ambiance uh, you know they could use the cards get what they want and it would encourage them to come back mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good idea hey, maybe add a free popcorn who knows I might say yes to that free food <laughs> 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 Malik, what do you think that, 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 that they, they could do? Um, I think kind of the thing what we've all kind of agreed on what makes the cinema special is the is the ambiance kind of thing. Um, so I think the way you add to that is by 
bringing ambiance to movies that people didn't see in the cinema. Because it's like, for example, all the Disney Pixar classics like um, Monsters Inc. and Toy Story and all of these films, which I love so much, I never saw them in cinema. I always saw them on like video or DVD. So if if cinema started to do old films and re and redo them again in the cinema, mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing. Because not only do you get a whole bunch of people who might stop might stop going to cinema, you can also bring in a whole new target audience. And people love nostalgia. So that's a little bit like um yeah. obviously premature cinemas are closed right now. Um, but you have the Prince Charles Cinema. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. In um, London, they do that. They show a lot of old films. Um, you have a lot of independent cinemas who do that. And it's really successful. So, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Kind of bringing back... Uh, maybe you could do double plays as well. So, like, you know how a lot of these films are being remade now? You can watch the original and then have the, the remake play after or vice versa. It would kind of be like the difference. Like Lion King, for example, you show... I would love to see that. Watch the first one, because that's... No, watch the new one, because that's the crap one. And then you watch the the, the original better one. And go, ah, oh, okay. You can leave happy at the end, because you watched the better one. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Rebecca, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, like, I agree um, with what Janae and Malik were saying. I definitely think, for me personally, I know Wandsworth do like kind of um, film themes with old movies and newest movies but they kind of revamp the cinema experience where it's outside and if if those were more on offer i would probably go to cinema more and then if there was a lot of promotions as well i think helped and for me personally because of this whole pandemic i wouldn't want to go into cinema where it's packed i would like there to still be some space between people and for it to keep on with like the cleanliness that would probably convinced me to try and go to cinema a bit more. Mm. Um, I have to um, to disagree with everyone. (laughs) Uh, I I think I agree with what's been said in terms of um, I what have I doing? It's um, I think what the membership thing is a good idea. And also as well, maybe even if they wanted to increase the price by, like, let's say, two pound, um, I think it would really help them. Like, increase the price by two pound, but include like food and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that would encourage more people as well. Um, but what I the only danger is when we I know this is like what we think they should do, but on a slight tangent, I don't think they will because well, this is a world issue in general. But I think. Everyone, when the pandemic finishes, is going to be extra greedy. And the danger cinema has is mm-hmm. if they're like, okay, let's increase. The prices were already crazy high in the first place, but now they're going to make it even more. And or they'll keep it low for like one month and then be like, okay, let's just go back to how it was before. And that's a real danger because I think long term that will just absolutely cripple cinema. But if they do it smart, in terms of like the membership thing I think that's a really good idea because then 
people are like, oh, I can, you know, if I basically watch two films, it sort of pays for this. And yeah, because yeah, I think they just have to have a variety of films. I think that's also why cinema is suffering because since the MCU became very big, other studios are really lazy and they're like, oh, I'm just going to make something that's sort of like Marvel flavored. And the and then the other types of films have disappeared. So I think it also relies on the types of films that they show, a variety, um, or make sure that each, like you said, every man will probably have regularly business because of the experience. Um, so they just need to do that, like um, Rebecca as well said. They need to make sure that they're very, they clean it properly because I think that's something as well. When people go out of the pandemic, they're going to be more aware in general yeah. of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's my... Yeah. I, 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 not to, you know, uh, continue to beat the same drum, but I think all of you uh, guys have said something that's completely true and also are very good ideas. Um, I know that there are cinema chains already that have uh, memberships or services like that. I think they should all probably kind of push that because it will... But you, like you guys said, there has to be an incentive. There has to be a reason, a valid reason to go. I think it would be good to maybe get children and their families to try and draw them in and like have family days where like you divide the the room up into like sections where everybody's not close together, but you can still be together with your family or in, in, mm. in smaller groups uh, would be a good idea. And then I think, yeah, more or less you guys, like you said, mm. to to reassure cinema goes that what they're going to see or what they're going there for is worth it. So yeah, like you said, maybe show some older films uh give them a new lease of life um would be nice um especially like you said cinema uh genres that are kind of gone a little bit more obscure now or films that probably didn't get a, a fair chance the first time they came out maybe we release them um that would be a good idea i know um in korea i think well i, don't, I doubt it's north korea but anyway <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> No one knows what their man are doing, but still, <laughs> uh, in South Korea, I know there's a cinema chain there that's renting out screens. So, um, for example, if you wanted to, mm. I know that they, they, it's become popular with gamers there. So people are renting out the screen for like two, three hours, and they're just playing video games. Cinema cool. will like come and give you like food. They'll deliver food to you from the cinema. So, like, if you wanted a box of popcorn and like hot dogs or whatever, you can order it from the cinema and they'll send it to your house so like you could have like a movie night of your own which is a, another I think a good way of keeping themselves afloat I think yeah maybe doing something like that where you have private hires as well where you could show films or do other things with their screen would be a good idea as well ultimately yes. I think cinema will, will survive but yeah it the way the shape it takes will be very different now um, and that's just the way it is mm. so with that being said, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for giving us fancy talk, funny talk, informative talk, <laughs> and just a beautiful chit chat that we've had uh, this afternoon. I'd like to thank our wonderful, wonderful guests, Janae and Rebecca. Thank you so much for coming on. Mm -hmm. Thank beautiful, you for having us. 
And uh, obviously, we want to thank uh, Malik. You're welcome. You want to thank Tim as well. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So next time we're going to obviously try and do something a little bit different. We always want to try and make each episode a little bit more diverse. But of course, if you have any questions, any topics, hit any one of us up, Tim, Millie, or myself. Um, thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Peace out, everybody. Have a good day. Take care.